This podcast is focused on the world in which John and Tanya Skelton lived in, and live in now. Up until this point, I've been in that bubble. And while theories about the boys' current whereabouts have been provided, and some already deflated, one in particular has fascinated me on many levels. In the last episode, you heard John Skelton claim that he gave the kids to an underground group. Well, it's either the Amish, the Mennonite, or there was some reorganized Mormons. A group that's either Amish, Mennonite, or reorganized Mormons. Today, we travel back in time, without the aid of a flux capacitor. Today, we go to Amish country. Would someone in the Amish community who has no access to newspapers, TV, would they really care for three boys as their own and keep them under wraps? I mean, is that even possible? That's Sandra Lee a reporter for WDIV, the NBC affiliate in Detroit. She's with me as we head out to Hillsdale County, Michigan, a quest to pick the brains of the Amish living near Morancy. As I drive out here, and it's so, it is so rural and it is so desolate. It's just miles and miles of farmland. The homes are spaced out. I've been reading, watching, and trying to learn everything I can about Amish people wearing out Google. I knew the basics. They don't have electricity. They don't drive cars. They're very religious. They make really high-quality furniture. And that's as deep as I let my thoughts go on the subject. But I've always wondered about them. They're in the middle of a modern world, surrounded by smartphones, televisions, computers, cars, watching planes fly over their heads, all the while living a simple life, doing the exact same things that their ancestors did hundreds of years ago. It really is amazing when you think about it. The questions I have are, do they get our newspapers? Are they aware of what the political landscape looks like? Do they know anything about Donald Trump at all? Do they wish they could jump in a car or a plane and visit a far-off land? So many questions. Michigan is home to many Amish, about 15,000 of them to be more exact. Pennsylvania is home to nearly 75,000. Ohio, almost exactly the same, with 74,000. Indiana has the third highest Amish population, with 53,000. So the numbers in those states are huge. And those states are important, because that's the area we're looking at when we talk about the search for Alexander, Andrew, and Tanner. The Amish are members of an Anabaptist Christian denomination. The original Amish were people who left the Mennonite way of living. Around the turn of the 17th century, a man named Jakob Amon became the leader of the Mennonites. Basically, Jakob changed some rules, which didn't sit well with some of the traditionalists within the community. But those who chose to follow Amon would later become the Amish. And from that point on, the Amish population grew. The first language is Pennsylvanian Dutch. And I know for many of you, this information is already well known. But for some of us, like myself, we're just learning. The typical family consists of eight to 10 children. Now, I have three, and that's more than enough. But the kids stay in the family home until they get married and can purchase their own land. They will use batteries and gasoline-powered generators. Many communities will allow the use of a single cell phone for the surrounding area. The phone is not permitted inside a residence, however, though. It's got to be stored in a barn or a shack or somewhere off their land. The Amish believe you need to know your place and what your purpose is. Pretty simple, right? Okay, sorry for the book report. It'll be better to learn firsthand. 
could it be true? I mean, could someone out here who doesn't know the story behind the Skelton Boys house them and keep them safe and take them in as their own? What does your gut tell you? You know, my gut feeling on this changes depending on the day, depending on who I talk to, what I read. I don't know anymore. I think at one point, I really did believe the boys were safe and that maybe they were with someone in the Amish community because it made sense. And now I just don't know. I wanted to find an Amish community near the route John took on his Black Friday morning drive. You know, the one that showed a cell phone and locations between his home and Morency in Holiday City, Ohio. But there wasn't a centralized Amish community there. So I targeted Hillsdale County, Michigan. It's home to two Amish settlements and many Amish families. It's headed west, which is where John was headed that morning. We're about, what, 30 miles outside of Morency? Yep, just over. And we're uh, about 12 minutes or six miles away from Hillsdale, which has one of the larger concentrations of Amish people in Michigan. Um, probably the closest settlement to Morency. It's actually a decent amount of traffic. I'm shocked. We haven't seen any. So here we are, Hillsdale. But we're in downtown, not in Amish country. I was able to find a couple of Amish stores online, but we thought we'd ask around to see if we could pinpoint a better location. The houses you're looking for obviously have no electric poles to them. So we stopped off at Jilly Beans, a coffee shop, hoping for some good old-fashioned caffeine and direction. The people there were accommodating and interested in our story. The laundry out, they hang their laundry to dry on. They do their laundry on Fridays. Hillsdale is a college town, which is home to just north of 8,000 people. It's pretty decent size. I am nervous that if we find some Amish people willing to speak, they might actually be scared away by our recording equipment. I think it would just depend on the person. Yeah. Yeah. And your we'll approach, see. you know. I wouldn't, I mean, I'd keep trying. I mean, yeah. if you see, you know, just if one doesn't talk to you, keep trying. We strike up another conversation with two teachers from the local college. One of them tells us that their friend's father owns an Amish calling business. So they haul cattle and things for the Amish when the Amish need yeah. help. Hmm. And so there are, are lots of people in our community that actually serve as those bridges for the Amish to the kind of modern world. Yeah. And they, they do jobs for them or they drive them to construction mm-hmm. sites where the Amish will work or they, okay. or they take the Amish to grocery stores. And so there are lots of those kind of bridge people. So the Amish actually get in the vehicles with them and go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't drive, but they'll, yeah, right. So if, it, if they live too far out for them to make like a quick trip to Walmart or Kroger mm-hmm. or even McDonald's, um, they'll, they'll go in, in a local farmer's truck or van. Yeah, so there's, uh, and there's, so they'll be driven. Yes. This information all seemed too funny to me, picturing the Amish at a McDonald's drive through Never would have guessed it. They suggest that we go to an Amish bakery not too far from here. We'll be right back. Lots of cornfields. Two buggies, three buggies. We are in Camden, which is an area supposedly that is uh, one of the larger. Hmm? Right here. Here it is, Amish Bakery. Uh, This is one of the larger Amish communities in the area. 
and we are now pulling into the Amish Bakery, which is a spot where a couple of the locals said we might be able to talk to some folks who might be able to give us some more info. We parked our car just a few feet away from two horse-drawn buggies. They were tied up to posts in the middle of a dirt lot. About another 50 feet beyond the horses was a barn, a few small buildings. They backed up the farmland. The day was beautiful, sunshine peeking through a few scattered clouds and green all around. It looked like a picture you might find in an older hotel lobby. The bakery itself was a small, white, modest structure, boxes of produce off to the side as we walked in. So this is the Amish bakery. As the screen door closed behind us, we walked into a storeroom, which by our standards was simple. Shelves in the middle of the room, shelves surrounding us on all walls, mostly filled with baked goods, popcorn, fudge, syrups, honey, handwritten labels, like comb honey, $12.50. At the back of the storeroom were double doors. One of them was open. That's where Amish women were purposefully moving around, cooking, cleaning, and putting food into boxes. One of the women comes out from the back. She stands behind the desk, and it was then that I noticed no cash register, no calculator. She was very nice, looked young, but she told us that she was 20. She looked closer to 15. She had on traditional Amish clothes, long ankle-length blue dress, very plain, a white bonnet. She always had a nervous smile on her face and an accent. Is it okay if we talk to you? I guess. Yes. <laughs> She's obviously nervous. I get it. Strange people holding a camera, a microphone. She has a deer-in-headlights look throughout the conversation. I was feeling bad about this intrusion. You heard her. I mean, she agreed to talk, but her heart must have been close to jumping out of her chest. I don't know. Also a sidebar, I know that this hasn't been about the Skelton Boys at all, but we're going to get there. So how many brothers and sisters do you have? Four sisters and five brothers. We're 11. Eleven. Oh my goodness. You read newspapers? You see TV? Not much. Do you have a TV? No. No. But like if you go to a business or something, yeah. you have a TV. Um, Do you know about big things going happening in the world? Yeah. Like now, do you know about the storm? You do. Yeah, we get the newspaper every day. You read the newspaper every day? Yeah. Do you remember, maybe you were too young, but do you remember seven years ago, the boys from Morency that went missing? Oh yeah, small ones. Mm -hmm. Do you yeah. remember yeah. three brothers? Uh -huh. What do you remember about this? Because it wasn't far from here. Yeah, I just remember seeing it in the paper every day, but no, I didn't. Yeah, I remember that. Do you remember? Skelton boy, who mm -hmm. was it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you remember their father went going to jail? No, you don't remember. <laughs> Do you remember he, he said at the time after he went to jail that he gave them to the Amish, the boys? Oh, no, I don't remember that. Is that something, like, if, if someone brought children here, would the Amish community, would they take them in? It could be, yeah. It is possible? Yeah. It's not... It's some of them do adopt and stuff like that. Oh, they do? If someone needs help? Yeah. So that is a possibility. She nods her head, 
hesitantly. It's the middle of the afternoon, and flies are buzzing around the open storeroom. But it's a different kind of buzz that's stirring. This young woman, shy and soft-spoken, was stealing glances towards the back room. Her sister came out at one point and shushed her. We were, we were trying to f- find out if three modernized children that have had TV and computers and all that stuff would be accepted. And you say... Oh, yeah, I think, I think they would. To, to help them? Mm-hmm. But to your point, you read the newspaper and it sounds like maybe everyone else does in the community. Yeah. So they know what's going on. If they saw the story about the skeleton boys and they said, oh, wait, those are the three kids that just got dropped off. Uh-huh. What would, what would the Amish people do? I think they would call the, probably call the police or someone, tell them. Tell yeah. them these are the yeah. boys. Yeah. yeah, they would. Not like they would hide them. Right. How connected are all the Amish communities in this area? I know there's a lot of different... There's like four or five communities close by, but we're Camden, and there's Reading, and there's Branch County, and there's... Marenzi. There's Amish there now, too. Oh, and There's Marenzi. Amish in Marenzi? Oh, yeah? Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Just last year, I think. Oh. So are so you guys in communication with each other, the different communities? We talk to each other? So, like, if those three boys, yeah. potentially, mm-hmm. you would know about it, probably. Mm-hmm. You would know about it. Yeah, we would. You would know if someone was helping them. Yeah, we would know it. Things take a turn here when her father, Silas, shows up. Yeah. Hello. How are you doing? Hi. Hi. How are you? Are you Silas? Yeah. What are you doing with it? We're recording. Why? Because we are. We work at Channel Four. No, we don't do that. We don't do anything. Sorry. Okay. Okay. No recording. Okay. Okay. That's against our beliefs. Recording is against. Okay. Yeah. For channel. No. No, we don't do that. Please. Okay. Leave. Okay. Thank you. This interaction left me with an awful feeling, and I want you to know that there was a real internal struggle about proceeding down this road. Although the Amish woman agreed to the interview and gave us perspective like we hadn't had before, I felt terrible when her father shut us down and said they don't do interviews. Did she understand what we were doing? For me, the information is important as a voice of the Amish, not me relaying words, but to hear it directly from them. So with that in mind, along with the fact that we traveled more than halfway across the state to get here, we decided we'd try again. But we didn't have direction, so we stopped off at a nearby gas station. We chatted up somebody that was doing work on a farm with the Amish. He went on to tell us that the Amish were just up the road. We drove down West Camden Road, looking for the farm. Hello. Hi. Are we, we're actually, is this a place of business? Uh, we are, we do all kinds of buildings and stuff and stuff. What, what, what you do, okay. Roofs and. We're actually, we're, we're hoping to actually just talk to uh, some of the Amish community out here. But, okay. The guy that we're talking to, he wears a shaggy bowl cut, shaggy beard, ice blue eyes. He's in work clothes, all blue, from head to toe. We're standing in a dirt and gravel parking area between the farm and the house. He's friendly. What are, what are we called? 
in the Amish community? Oh, well, we call in your side the English, you know, Just right? The English? Yeah. I okay. mean, the what, is that is that what you would call? We, we're called like the Amish, you know? Right. Yeah. So we're the English. Yeah. So you don't Sandra and I are kind of like children at this point, just asking any question we can think of. Like, where do they vacation? Three years ago, we went clear up around the Mackinac Bridge up north through Canada, oh, okay. clear down to the Niagara Falls, and uh, that was like a three-day vacation. And there's a lot of my aunts and uncles and stuff for a honeymoon or something. They go out west to see the mountains and Badlands and Great Stone Faces. Will they fly? Uh, they don't. They don't fly. They just took a van. The Great Stone Faces. I should have asked him then, but it has to be Mount Rushmore, right? If, if you want, my, my mom told me you can go ahead and look at the house. You want it? Sure, if she's willing Absolutely. to. Absolutely. She, she's not scared to show you the house. Really? Come on in. He leads us up to a white house, more modern than I expected. White vinyl siding, small cement stairs leading up to a white insulated entry door. Hi, hello. Through the door is what looks like maybe a mud room. There are large appliances, very old style, obviously no electricity. My house is not clean right now, bro. Jason's mother exclaims, but let me tell you, there's nothing, no mess, almost nothing at all anywhere. We get into a discussion about how they get their news from the outside world. It's all wrote in English, but... Mom digs into one of the drawers along the back wall and pulls out a newspaper, one that I'd never heard of before. It's called The Budget. It's an Amish Mennonite. Newspaper. Yeah, Amish and Mennonite, everything's... So it's like a national newspaper, yeah. mm-hmm. but it's written for the Amish. And then we work our way into the Skelton Boys. I heard, I, we heard of that, yeah. The way it was on the paper. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. what we're doing is we're trying to get people uh, interested in that story again to try to get people looking for the boys again, because they have not been found yet. That's so awful. The, it is awful. And the Three dad brothers. says that mm-hmm. one of the things that he said was that he gave the boys to the Amish. And we're trying to obviously. No, no, no. That wasn't on the papers. In some of the papers, but like a a while after. A while after. Okay. But um, and we're not thinking that we're going to come here and find the boys. But we were just wondering, is that something? If someone brought you three modernized children, would they be accepted into your community? If I came here, for example, right? I came here and I had three boys, and I said, "Please help me. Will you take my boys? They're in danger." Would someone from the Amish community say, okay, and I will hide them? Um, I'd like to say no. First thing no, they would I, do, they'd well, probably take care of them, but they would, the first thing they'd do is report. Yeah, absolutely. Well, absolutely. 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 I mean, oh, everybody would know it. <laughs> yeah, we, we go to the doctor and all the kids have their social security number and I don't see how I could get away with something that. I mean, we're so... There's so many English people in and out. Yeah. And we do a lot of business with English So you would know. Yes. Even, what about if, if they were in Ohio? Because there are some Amish yeah. communities in Ohio, right? Not far. Yeah. Would, would, you, would you know? I would, say, I would say it's impossible. Well, thank you. Yeah. Yep. We have a long drive back. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Yep. Bye. Have a good one. Thank, thank you. you. And with that, we left. Walked down the cement stairs, past the horse-drawn buggy, tied up to the hitching post, and eventually back to our car. I think Sandra and I were in a haze. I know it may not seem like much, but that kind of access was the last thing we thought would happen. This was a day of discovery. What we found is that Amish people are simple and kind, and they would potentially take in three modernized children and care for them. But... They live within the rules of the law. 
the first thing they would do is contact the authorities. Their communities are separate in different ways, but still connected and word travels quickly within. It's unlikely that the boys could be with the Amish anywhere close to Camden, Michigan, and almost impossible that another far-off group would take the boys in without telling police. I knew going into this, it was unlikely, and this experience only helped solidify that thought. If the boys are safe, they're probably not with the Amish. I've been trying to drag more information out of lead investigator Jeremy Brewer of the Michigan State Police. As you know, this investigation is active, so he holds his cards close to his chest. But he did agree to take us on a ride to Holiday City, driving the route police believe John Skelton drove early Black Friday morning in 2010. We just have the evidence. We just have the tower hits. We just have the mind of John Skelton um, and what we know about him. And unfortunately, it leads us to a place like this where we're talking about dumpsters and talking about landfills. That's on the next Shattered. And later... My search for John's family gets heated. No, you need to leave. I'm, I'm not trying to harass anyone. I'm just... You need to leave. If you come back here again, I'm calling the cops. If you have any information about this case, you can reach lead investigator Jeremy Brewer at... 517-636-0689. And that's right into my desk phone. If you'd like to see and hear more about the Skeleton Boys and what's going on in Morency and how we're covering the ongoing search go to shatteredpodcast.com. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, at Shattered Podcast. Last thing, please share this podcast with someone who might want to hear it, and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That's one of the best ways to make sure other people are aware of the show. Thanks. Talk to you next time.